Yesterday, Foreign Minister Winston Peters announced that New Zealand will support the United Nations Global Compact for safe, orderly and regular migration after receiving legal advice from Crown Law. And so we voted for it at the UN overnight, along with 149 other countries. Five chose not to vote. We had a handful of nations, including the US and Australia, who pulled out of the process well beforehand. So what do I think? Well, I agree with the Crown Law summation. It's broadly similar to the editorial I wrote about it uh, three weeks ago. I have said repeatedly there's nothing to really fear in the compact. We already comply. And if this compact ever compels us to take any migrants against our will, against our law, or supplants our sovereignty, I will eat my hat. And I'll eat yours too. So I listened to Winston Peters talking about it this morning with Mike Yardley, and he said there had been unwarranted fear-mongering over it. He blamed the alt-right. Well, that's wrong. There are plenty of lefties freaking out too. Uh, what, the people who didn't like the compact, I think they didn't like it as part of their personal political battles against immigration and the UN in general. My beef with the government is that they have failed to lead us through this debate. In fact, they did just the opposite and ran away from it, saying, oh, we're thinking about it. So you know what I did today? I decided I'd go away and look at other countries like us who have supported the compact. And I thought, here's a good one. How about the United Kingdom, the UK, the country who pulled out of the EU, with one of their major concerns being migration? They'd be pretty much against this, but no, they voted for the compact. In the UK, there was a petition raised against it, gained 100,000 signatures out of a country of 67 million. Nigel Farage railed against it. He's been the go-to for Fox News. He said what the UN wants to do is make migration a human right. You know what happened next? The UK government came out and said, no, it does not establish a human right to migrate or create any new legal categories of migrant. Rather, it says migrants have human rights. What I'd say to that is, it's called English, Nigel. You got caught out. Mr Farage also claims it makes refugees and migrants exactly the same thing. The UK government reminded Mr Farage that refugees are defined by the Refugee Convention of 1951, which is, by the way, legally binding. And so the compact changes nothing there. Meanwhile, there's a fellow called Alistair Burt, and he's the UK's International Development Minister, and he's been arguing for the compact for weeks now. He said the UK was a leading voice in the negotiations. He said their interests are absolutely paramount and come first. Five weeks ago, he says the compact has a clear differentiation between refugees and migrants. Five weeks ago, he says it recognises a state's right to control their borders. He said it has proposal to help states control their borders better. And there is an explicit acknowledgement of states' responsibility to accept the return of their people who no longer have the right to remain elsewhere. He said this five weeks ago. In other words, what he's saying is that the compact is going to affect the countries where the migrants are coming from, not where they're going to. Which is the complete opposite of the argument you're hearing from opponents like Nigel Farage. So one side has been telling fibs in this or misinformation, as Winston Peters says, I'm pretty sure I know which one. But look, here's my big beef. In New Zealand, we've had none of that from our politicians. The Foreign Minister, Winston Peters, revealed the Crown Law legal advice and our support for the compact simultaneously yesterday afternoon, giving us no chance for public debate. He did so in the last hour of the last day of Parliament, denying debate in the House. The government led us to believe that they hadn't made up their mind until the last minute, but then they presented a fait accompli. 
I find that untenable. So much for being the most open and transparent government ever. That's starting to look a bit tricky-dicky and devious.